Happy Tuesday! It's Leah Joy. And Jamie Jubers, or James Baxter. (laughs) (laughs) Jamantha. Jamantha, Jim Jams, uh, Jamateur. (laughs) Jamateur. We wrote your name about 15 different times today because we're just so sad. We're trying to immortalize you forever on the dry erase board. 86, Jamie. Today was Jamie's last day with me at the cafe. Big sad. Big sad, but we're on to bigger and better things. We're on to different things. Okay, not necessarily bigger or better. (laughs) I'm working worse hours, and I'm not going to be making nearly as much money. I think you're making a horrible choice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think this is my last day in the industry because I think I'm a lifer at this point. I know, I, I kind of feel the same way. I die. Yeah, I feel the same way. I don't really want to. But I'm going to. Yeah. Like, oh, you went to art school? <laughs> what do you do now? I work in a restaurant. No <laughs> one's surprised by that. <laughs> and here we are. It's okay. We're not going to cry today. We didn't cry at all. Well, no. not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I came close. Saying goodbye to a lot of people this morning was pretty crazy. I got a chuckle at my favorite Tom. Oh, and I, did, I didn't really tell him that I was leaving, but I was telling another table, that I, and they're, oh, no, Jamie, we love you. And Tom comes up to pay out. He's a pretty quiet guy. And I just go, I give him his change back, and I go, well, bye forever. <laughs> and he laughs. laughs. It was the best gift I could have had this morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, bye forever. I think that's great. But, um, but yeah, nothing changes. It's the same you know, you know when they walk in what they want, or if they they want to be dazzled. I didn't dazzle anyone today. Uh, oh wait, I did have a really good conversation with a lady um, who had a perfect McDonald's chicken nugget keychain. <laughs> it looked just like it. And Real she, chicken nugget. I, you know, and I'm taking her order, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Is that a chicken nugget? She started laughing. We had a good time. I haven't been having that great of a time, mostly because. Um, the usual complaints i had two women back to back in the same week complain to me about the crunchiness of our tortillas you changed them i know you did okay this lady um of hispanic origin she had an accent she uh pronounced all of the spanish words on the menu perfectly she knows what a tortilla should be like i guess and she was really upset with me she pulled me over to the table and she's like this is different I said, oh, is it? I don't, I'm playing dumb. I know what the kitchen's doing all the time, but I just was being, I'm just the waitress. I don't know. I just bring the food out. And she said, this is different. It's different than the last time I came here. This is the only thing I come for. Like the only thing? (laughs) There's nothing else? (laughs) Okay, that's fine. Um, She just kept telling me how it wasn't crunchy enough. And I was, and I I offered to bring her regular tortilla chips as a substitution because you want to scoop up your salsa? I have other chips. Mm -hmm. Like, or maybe it's just that those two, like, were a little bit from yesterday or something. But she um, made a scene and then she went to the bathroom. She was there like 15 minutes after we closed, caught Olivia on her way out and told her. She's like, I need to tell somebody. I have to tell someone the tortillas weren't crunchy enough. I was like, oh my God. She did tell someone. She told everyone. (laughs) I thought she was going to start telling the people at the table next to her. And then 
like two days later, another woman is like, these tortillas are kind of hard. I'm like, that's funny because the other day they weren't <laughs> fucking crunchy enough. Oh, they're, they're all, You just I, can't win with these same tortillas. Thing. She's like, can I have a knife? I'm like, I'm not giving you a kitchen knife to cut it. Yeah, a- she didn't want like a butter knife. She wanted like a steak knife. Yeah, to cut a crunchy tortilla that she said was too hard. I said, ma'am, if you pick it up with your fingers and snap, snap it, it'll just come apart. I think it'll do what you want it to do. That's the other thing. People complain. I'm like, what do you want the food to do? Like, I'm just, I don't know what to say to people sometimes. I can help you, but if you don't want me to help you with this. Same thing. Can I bring you something new? Can I bring you other tortilla chips that are from a bag that I know were crunchy? Like, what can I do? And she just said, I'll just get through it. And she's out in the dining room with with her little butter knife going, "Ah, eh, eh," like audibly struggling over this plate. And I couldn't go back to the table. I told everyone else about it. And... It kind of turns into that thing where someone complains about another table, and now we all are all going to take turns walking by, helping them out, just to see if it's, like, them just mad at the server or if they're just, like, a nasty person in general. Yeah, well, what gets me is when I – it's okay, say, say scenario, this is my table. I bring the food out to my table that I've been taking care of. I come back to check on my table after they've begun to eat. Everything's fine. They tell me everything's great. And as soon as I walk away, they grab another server and complain to them about something. Yeah. And I'm like, I think that is that is a thing that some people do. I'm not crazy. No, that's definitely a thing. You've, have you seen the that terrible thing on the internet with the $5 laid out on the edge of the table? And every time the waitress does something wrong, the guy, like, takes a dollar <gasps> off, like, in front of her. You know, I would probably just... I don't think I'd oh be able to God. handle that. I think See, I'd probably just go tell them to fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't know that was a thing, but that's literally what I'm talking yeah. about. But, oh, my God, I thought you were just doing it in your head. No. I know people were actually doing that. Yeah. I can't stand people that are like, I hate tip society. Quit coming out and supporting it. <laughs> yeah, they're... Oh, because we no, that's we are servants. Though. Yeah, like, you're that telling is me the modernized like you, you we are gonna cook and clean and you know cook it for you, clean up after you. I will, I will not cut the crust off your fucking French toast. Though. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we tend to their every need, and sometimes people come in because they need something social. We're we're like uh, I'm not trying to compare it to, but prostitute like sex work. Like, but we're it's selling our bodies mix. and our personality, and it's very minor in all of these ways, but, like, I know especially as a bartender, it was definitely, you know, dressed in a little slutty cocktail dress. It was definitely, like, that was part of what I was being paid for. Well, and if people, if people are going out to get that, they're going somewhere where the pretty girls work, they're going somewhere where or hot dudes work, yeah. you know? Or just people that they can have a conversation with. Right, but if you're, like, going out of your way for that kind of personality thing, that you, you're, that social interaction that you're looking for, you know that we're getting paid this way. Like, you're, you know that we're getting tipped this way. Oh, the bartender smiled at me. I think she wants my number. Ooh, yeah. I, that's not <laughs> happened to me a whole lot. Because of this third eye growing out of the middle of my oh, forehead <laughs> and my mustache. But men don't typically, <laughs> like, oh, she's being nice to me. I'm going to get her my, get my number. Like, you know, most of the time it's like, oh, she's working. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it's supposed to be. Not to dog myself. As a trained monkey or <laughs> performer or a waitress, whatever you want to call me, um, I 
think that a really good quality for like good customer service, good serving, good bartending is being able to like roll with the punches. Yeah. Like something's weird happens, something silly happens. I know we've talked about that before, but sometimes stuff happens that I cannot recover from fast enough. <laughs> Uh, the other morning, I took out two glasses of water to a table, and I don't understand why the glass waited this long. Filled the glass with ice, filled it with water at the drink station, walked around about, walked about 15 feet over to their table, and I go to set the glass on the table about an inch away from setting it down. The bottom falls off. Clean cut. Yeah, like... I think it has something to do with like the glasses being hot all the time and then us putting ice oh, water in they them. they were fresh out of the dishwasher. Right. Well, that's why they cracked. Yeah. They're hot, hot to cold. Yeah. Do some science. I don't know. That's how it works. <laughs> I can't explain it. But I went to set this glass down and the bottom just fell off. And I just stood there and went, fucking great. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I'm sure they all thought that. I mean, no one got wet and no glass got anybody. It was like very easy to clean up and the, the customers were like, Man, I feel like you don't want us here. Because <laughs> the last time they'd come in, they'd been locked out because you forgot to unlock the door. <laughs> so the glass falls out. The bottom falls out of this glass. I'm mortified. I'm like, oh, my God. And I literally didn't know what to say. I just came over with a towel. But <laughs> finally, Nathaniel comes out, and he hears about me. I'm so stressed out about the cup. Nathaniel goes over to the table and goes, well, apparently you didn't get the hint the last time that we don't want you here. <laughs> so I sent Leo over to dump a glass of water on you. And I was like, you assholes. But he no, they that loved it. perfect. They loved it. He recovered the situation so well. And I, when they left and they cashed out with me, I was like, well, I hope this was the worst part of all of our days. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, deflated and shaking. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just didn't even know what to do. Well, speaking of the worst part of your days, uh, this one has, this actually happened today, earlier today. Um, guy sitting at the counter orders BLT. Today. <laughs> yeah, we had one cook today and just at the last half of the day. Yeah, so, and right, right at the point where we were down to one cook, you know, half the house walks in. Yep. And fills up the seats. So he's over here. He's hustling. He's getting the stuff out. Great timing. Perfect. Like, he, his timing was amazing. Yeah, he did a great job. But one of the sandwiches he sent out didn't have... It was a BLT that didn't have any bacon on it. Ugh. And the guy gets, oh, you know, there's no bacon on my sandwich. We're like, oh, silly. We'll go get you some bacon. Well, there's no bacon cooked. Yeah. So he's got to throw some bacon down on the grill, and it's taken a minute. And this guy... And he's joking and he's laughing. He's like, well, if this is the worst part of my day, you know, like, it's a good day. But then he ends up waiting, like, 15 minutes for bacon for the sandwich he's already half eaten. Oh! And I felt really bad. And I couldn't really recover it because he wasn't very open to conversation. Yeah, he comes in a lot, but he doesn't really carry conversation. He's just one of those regulars that, you know, he's there a lot. We don't really, we don't need to know each other. No. We don't need to be friends. But uh, please don't hate me after this situation. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm not coming back. I could have done whatever I wanted today. <laughs> oh, like like the guy Rico was talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> On his final day. Little man. Little man. Okay, so Rico is our is our guy at work. Um, he's our, our hot kitchen cook. That's what the his hottest ha- thing in the kitchen. That's what his apron says. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rico, he's got it going on. But he's telling us these stories from these places he used to work. He apparently worked with this guy that went by. 
Okay. <laughs> he got called little man. Um, apparently, he was like 5'1". Yeah. He was, a, he was a small guy. And they called it to, like, I wouldn't like that nickname either, but apparently. Hey, was, little man. Yeah, it was something endearing. You know, they liked him. Uh, apparently, he had uh, decided to quit. And as he was, what did he say? As he was leaving, he took all the plates. He not well. First, he cooked a bunch of food that they didn't have tickets for. And oh, he just, and people are like, "Hey, man, what are you doing?" And he doesn't say anything to them. And then he boxes all the the food up into go boxes, <laughs> knocks all the plates off the expo line, grabs the food, and walks out. Like, wow. We <laughs> could tell me he had who genuinely was just trying to help him because he was so short he couldn't reach a lot of stuff up on the line and he offered to bring a stool back and he said the guy like lost his mind he also said he growled a lot (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he sounds like an angry little furry little wolf a little wolverine (laughs) yeah i mean i like i i would i couldn't do that because i feel like i would get in trouble like they would come after me (laughs) you know yeah and be like well, they'd call you, and you'd be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Rico had another really good one. Um, he said that there were, like, two people that worked in this breakfast restaurant with him. I think this story is really funny because this is, like, a, a like 7 to 3 p.m. establishment. <laughs> like, you think we're not awake yet, but the same shit that happens maybe late at night in a restaurant also happens right in the morning. Dude, the restaurant business is the restaurant business. We're talking about <laughs> depression. We're talking about where we've had sex before. We're talking about all the drugs that we've done. And it's 930 in the morning. <laughs> but we've already been at work for four hours, so we don't give a fuck. Um, but he's telling me about these two, this, uh, these two kids. Um, they, he said all day on this shift, they'd been flirty, touching, handsy. Oh, he was very explicit. He was talking about pinching nipples and like. Like that's yeah. T- that's, that is PDA. Oh yeah. Holy shit. I couldn't. Have, and we, no. you know, like we joke around with each other all the time, but that. I might touch a couple of butts. But when you're, yeah. <laughs> so this is the weird part. A third person invited the two of them to have sex in her van during the shift. I really like you, James. I'm not going to... I'm not, sorry. Like, I'm, nobody's doing that. Especially, like, oh, we're working right now and you guys want to get laid? Yeah, yeah here's like, my keys. Here's my keys to my van. So they're having sex in the van. The manager has been out of the store and has decided to come back to whatever he's doing. Um, and he sees... The guy in the van and he said at first the manager looked in like didn't look in the van but he's like looking and he goes back into the restaurant and goes i'm pretty sure i saw rick out in the out in so-and-so's van and apparently like the whole kitchen was like no no he's he's taking the trash out like no no he's out he's out back taking the trash out he's not in anybody's van and the manager got suspicious and he went back outside and he like looked into the van and apparently saw this woman's poor bare ass and uh, made it from behind. <laughs> yeah. And uh, fired them both on the spot. Yeah, seemed like a reasonable decision. <laughs> on the part. Yeah, it was probably like 10 a.m. Like, let's be real here. You couldn't wait till you got home? Like, like coffee running through my veins. <sighs> <sighs> now, I'm really glad we got Rico talking today because he was telling us some really good they stories. They were juicy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's. Funny, he worked with one guy, because at this point, we're in the breakfast game, like, 
The people in the breakfast game are pretty much staying in the breakfast game because it's awesome. The hours, oh, the hours. The hours are great. I'm still, you know, I still made like 200 bucks today and I, you know, worked for five or six hours. Like, that's fine. For breakfast on a Thursday, I'll take it. So he said this guy apparently used to work at our store's other location. Ended up losing his job there. But at some point, Rico's working with this guy at a different restaurant. He comes in. And he's by himself, and he's running the whole line all day by himself. He gets to the end of the day, and he takes the trash out, and he comes back inside, and they fucking fire him. They waited until the end of the day after he literally, like, they would have had to shut down that day. Yeah, I was the only guy there. And they used him. I would have been... Furious. Oh no, I would have lost, I would definitely would have lost my cool. I would have done what little man did. <laughs> just throw all the plates off the line, cook all the foods, so there was nothing left. Like, that is almost a hero story, what little man did. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I feel real bad for this guy, but Rico said that he got fired because he was like chronically late. Like, yeah, hours like three late. hours. Um, which, I mean, you can't be tardy. You can't beat Sardi Todd's. Nobody likes that. Uh, no, or you can miss... It's crazy. At 9 o'clock, the exact brush, breakfast rush comes in. And if you are five minutes late to your 9 o'clock shift, you get nothing. Your whole table, your whole section's filled up. I mean, you're I... you're just standing there. I get pissed off when I come in at 7.30 and the whole front of the restaurant's filled. <laughs> and I'm like, I was... Uh, you guys have been open for a half hour. <laughs> like, how did I already miss, like, a whole turn? Yeah, that's Thursdays. Yeah. You're going to take over my Thursdays when I'm gone. There's a lot of good people that come in on Thursdays. They will take care of you. And they will come at exactly 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So be ready. I'll be ready. I'll bells on. <laughs> I always really liked at the pizza place we had, like, the Monday night regulars because we had endless spaghetti. Oh. Oh. I mean, it sucked. It oh. sucked to serve it because... <laughs> oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was $6. I know I've complained about that $6 before. $6 for endless spaghetti, bro. Yeah, breadsticks and salad. It was like 6 or $7. Why the heck is anybody going to the, the pizza chain? No, the big um, pasta chain. Because it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> There's $6 unlimited spaghetti and breadsticks. Because it's not very good. Um, but Spaghetti, it, how hard is it? Uh, <laughs> I wish I could explain better the uh, the politics involved in pasta. It doesn't last very long. Like, you can't cook a lot of it, like, before okay. a shift. It goes bad. People complain. People want it softer. They want it harder. Serving that sounds terrible. It's terrible. Cleaning up is terrible. It's red. a lot of red sauce. You've worked in quite a few pasta places, haven't you? I have, yeah. Well, at pasta least. Pasta pizza. Really just. Yeah, like four Italian places, at least. I don't eat any red sauce. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like pizza, but I it's don't. Okay, I've worked in a lot of, pe- like, just regular pizza places. I don't like spaghetti. I did, like, uh, my, I would make people laugh because I would, on uh, Monday mornings, I would do a lot of cooking and prepping. Like, I was kind of, like, one of the line cooks on Monday mornings. <laughs> um, throwing food. Rico threw, Rico, I'm walking by. This oh. is early in the morning. I'm walking by, Rico's on the line, I'm on the server part of the line, and he just says, Jamie, think fast. And I catch whatever comes flying over the expo at me. 
and it was a raw egg. Oh my god! <laughs> and I caught it perfectly in my hand. No, and it's funny. And it just oozed. It's like he was testing us because when he first started there, he would throw like strawberries and stuff at us, yeah. and he like underhands it up into the air for you to catch it. Pops. Three people I've seen him throw an egg. <laughs> We've and all they, caught him, right? Yeah. No, yeah. you did. And it, it's like, and <laughs> I saw him do it to Jarrell. Uh, he's our weekend barista. He's a nice guy. And he Rico tosses the egg at Jarrell, and he catches it. And he's Jarrell just gets this, like, spiritual awakening. And I was standing behind Rico doing an impression of him and going, the power was inside you all along. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> We're really fortunate that we've had so many people that just fit right into yes. the perfect. Like, everybody's always laughing. Everybody's always laughing at we work. We have a really good thing going. And yeah, you'll be it's back. It's sad because it always, yeah, cycles are always going to change. And yeah, the cycles do change. But I definitely, uh, I definitely really like this experience with the podcast because... All this stuff has happened that's been so funny over the years. And here we are immortalizing it. We are. It's like, <laughs> I'm really excited because, you know, you work with new people and you're like, this one time, six years ago at this uh, steak place, like this happened and nobody knows what the hell I'm talking about. But it's funny. And we get to talk about it and share all of our funniness together. And our strangeness and our grossness. Mm. Gross stuff. Sorry for all the gross things we've said. I'm not sorry. You got something gross? <laughs> I don't think I have anything gross right now. Um, the grossest thing I got is a... Uh, ooh, actually, I do have something kind of gross. It's my, It might be a little... Uh, a topic I've definitely hit on before, but makes me so mad. But just kind of the... like you, You've got your creepy old man stigma, right? Oh, yeah. You just got your total <laughs> we creeps. We talked about like, that, like, uh, episode three. Yeah, and... and, and Today we were talking about Chinese buffets, and this is kind of a side story. I'm going to hog the mic for a minute. Yeah. I am at a Chinese buffet. I'm eating there. I'm not working there. And I'm with my boyfriend at the time. And they're, the only other people in the restaurant is this family, a husband, a wife, and a couple kids. And it's just us. And there's, like, some quiet music playing. Yeah, it's. I've been there. It and, gets a little creepy yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it gets a little, yeah. And I'm up grabbing some food, and the man gets up from his table, walks over to me, and says, you look really hot in those pants. Ah! And then he goes and sits back down. And he's like, I just had to tell you. And then he sits back down, and then I, like, look at my boyfriend, and he looks at me, and he's like, well, you, you know, you, you do look hot in those pants. <laughs> well, like, Thanks. And then we sit back down, and I look over at his entire family and his wife that are sitting there, who clearly heard it because there's nobody else in the restaurant. There's no one else there. And I just ate my green beans, and I didn't wear those pants for three years. (laughs) (laughs) But so you've got your creepy old men, which I have definitely had my fair (laughs) share of. But the creepy old women don't really get a lot of hate, like like the men do. Yeah, that's very. I've definitely said some inappropriate things in public. Yeah, Uh, thanks for wearing shorts. (laughs) to that poor sushi waiter no i've done that but i'm talking a little creepier than that i know we talked about the man that used to go we had to ask to leave because he used to go to the the girls volleyball games yeah she talked to little little girls yeah it may make really small children uncomfortable but there's a woman that comes in really regularly Everybody knows her. And she likes to go to the high school swim meets. Oh. And so she's, like, their biggest fan. And she just loves, you know. Yeah. And it's exactly what that guy was doing. 
but she's but it's she's a cool woman with neck tattoos, you know, yeah. and it's like that doesn't get a lot of um spotlight i think in it might need to just i just think it's creepy and i think it's a double standard uh, i was at a restaurant a mexican restaurant and this woman comes in sits at the bar and tells the waitress like you like you know you should be smiling sweetheart like Ooh. you look so much better when you're smiling Ooh. and like even though it was a woman to a woman it was the way she said it to her i was like and the you know the waitress just kind of like and like yeah you know walked away and it was it, super it, awkward it doesn't matter who's saying it to who don't say it it's fucking don't fucking weird say it <laughs> we don't don't talk about my body don't talk about me you know it's one thing when some gentlemen that we wait on sometimes are like wow your nails look really nice or yeah. like i really like your hair today you know but it's like you should do this so you look more sexy Weird. Get the fuck out of here. I want to tell that lady she should stop eating so much fucking cheese. She stopped eating so much cheese. That, well, I can imagine the woman comes in every Sunday, orders a double grilled cheese. This lady's eaten eight slices of cheese with a side order of bacon. She said that every I guess week. The, the cheese tasted weird a couple weeks ago, and she comes in with her brother, and her brother said, maybe you're just tired of eating cheese. She said the cheese, the, not even that it tasted bad. She said the cheese tasted like bleach. How much bleach are you drinking? <laughs> That's what I really want to know. I'm backtracking a little bit to the Chinese buffet. Okay. It's in Milford. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. It's the best Chinese buffet. It, it, it actually is, but, I mean, you're still, like, bottom the bottom of the bag <laughs> stuff. I was there one time with my ex, and, uh, you know, we, we it's one of those things where, like, we all go there knowing, like, our expectations are very low. Yeah. But we always have a full soda, and we still get to eat crab rangoons, and, you know, we're all going to have pudding at the end. Like, that's just normal. <laughs> like, we're still, we know, yeah. we're going to get there, we're going to be happy. Uh, but it's really horrible. But it always seems like the other guests are the ones that are really horrible, like, making the dinner really bad. <laughs> I'm sitting with my ex one time, and he's turned, you know, there's a family behind him, and he all of a sudden just, like, like gets a horrible look on his face. And I'm like, what's wrong? And I turn, and I kind of look around him. There's a little girl sitting behind him. She just had, a, like, not a handful of food, but, like, nasty fingers. Turned around and wiped right on the back of his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and he was... Bad. He was very, very non-confrontational, so he was very physically embarrassed, and he was like, and he just like, he's a big dude. He just like slowly turned around and looked at this girl, and she just was like, oh shit. I'm like picking it off of him, but it was so frustrating because it's like we already are coming to this shithole and spending too much money, and we got little girls wiping their hands on us. That's uh, I, I got a good. Little girls are funny. I had a little yeah. girl the other day shooting her straw wrapper. And her mom, <laughs> and it missed and hit the lady behind her, and she's oh oh. And I come over, I'm laughing, and I'm like, I've got some really good straw shooting stories. There's this one time my dad is teaching me how to like shoot straws when I'm a kid, and he shoots one at me, and it flies past me and gets stuck in this lady's big hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all like, uh, and my mom is mortified, and she's like, ah, I just want to leave. And then I'm a little bit older, and I go to shoot a straw from the passenger seat of a car while we're sitting in a drive-thru. And I miss, and it goes right into the window and hits the back cash. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, super embarrassing whenever 
I don't shows. like doing doing that because I it never fails every time I'm with someone and like somebody does it, it always goes into somebody's eye. Ah, uh, never aim for the eyes. <laughs> That's rule number one. The paper straws they have a mind of their own. They'll f- just float away. Oh, I had a not a girl, but a boy, a kid, a child, a small boy, small small man, small person, little man. Was it little man? <laughs> <laughs> little man. Oh, I was getting drinks for the table. And, you know, and the one of the adults orders something, and the kid goes, the doctor said, only drink water. <gasps> and, his, you know, his mom, like, laughs, and she's like, and I'll take a water. And I ask the kid what he wants. I'm like, do you want a water? And he's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only one that cared about his entire family's health. Oh, my God, that poor kid. He was so fucking, oh, that makes me so sad. He was like, everyone's going to die unless they don't have water. <laughs> This is the most dehydrated family I've ever met. <laughs> I ha- I tend to like leave the little like when I put a straw in a cup for a kid, I tend to leave the little bit of the yeah. the mouth part, the the paper for on sanitary, it. yeah, because yeah, I don't want to touch it. It's not, but I put the straw in the cup. Okay, <laughs> nine times out of ten, that little kid puts that right into their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> and I always laugh because they put it in their mouth and they look at me like I did it on purpose <laughs> it's gotten to the point where I kind of am <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I laugh at him I'm like you gotta take the paper off dummy <laughs> kids are kids are little dummies they're still figuring it out I'm still figuring it out I'm a little dummy that's very true I want to apologize for sounding like a coal miner uh, I have been feeling very good and I'm letting out real wheezy laughs she's got a little bit <laughs> going around Speaking of, like, embarrassing kind of things you do to kind of not embarrass. Set people uh, up for failure. Yeah, set them up for a good joke. Yeah. I it's kind of a prank. Let's call it a prank. talking to my boyfriend about this the other day. We were talking about when you take a big bite right as the server comes up and asks you how it is. I definitely do that on purpose. Yep. I see people winding up, like, uncra- you know, unlocking their jaw to, like, shove a giant <laughs> sandwich into it. And I time it perfect as their teeth come down. It's like Rico. Whenever you take a bite, he comes around the corner and he goes, mmm. <laughs> and you're like, ah. Please don't do that. Please don't do that to me. Please. It's so funny, though. I just. My mom told me when she waited tables um, in, in L.A., she, she did that on purpose. <laughs> She'd be like, uh, they, don't, they don't tell you anything because they've got a mouthful of food. Um, I, I do. I, I don't try to do that anymore because I hate being called ma'am and it's not that you said ma'am it's ma'am every time you know what i mean uh ma'am i'm like and this woman did that to me today and she said that her toast on her blt was too hard and she wanted softer toast i was like i can do that there's a stale of loaf bread or there's a stale of loaf bread there's a loaf of stale bread under the stairs outside i'll go get it um but she was like ma'am and i i don't have a great i'm not that great at hearing right now anyway so i like looked at her and i went ma'am like out loud but it was more like ma'am like a question mark yeah i was like oh i'm ma'am and the other guy he calls me miss i'm like that is fine. I don't know why. <laughs> it's stupid. It doesn't matter. Because ma'am implies that you're some bitter old hag. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be like, hey, lady. 
Hey, lady. Hey, you there. Ah, uh, you, you there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell. What else are we talking about? Uh, I had a guy use an entire bottle of syrup, entire full <gasps> bottle of syrup. I saw that. And then I went up to the table and he asked me for more syrup. And I was didn't know what to say. I didn't say anything. And he's with his daughter. And his daughter was like, I think he's had enough. <laughs> How many ounces is that? Uh, this AL8 here, AL8-1, is great. 20 fluid ounces. That syrup bottle is yeah. about the same. Yeah. So that guy had 20 ounces. Oh, like, like, like let's 16 call it 16. to 20, yeah. 16 ounces. Like one. On one pancake. One pancake. Yeah. And I think uh, he maybe thought it wasn't there anymore because the pancake was absorbed. It would absorbed. It up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he poured more syrup it's on gone. top of it. <laughs> what? It's gone. I, uh, I've got an elderly guy that comes in in a really cool hat um, sometimes, and he was in today, and for the fifth time asked me if we had a waffle. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I'm tired of the waffles. I had a lady today. Didn't even open her menu. I go over, what would you like? And she's like, I would love your big Belgian waffle. Oh. And I was like, well, we she's like, we don't have them anymore. And I'm like, we've never had them. 16 years, there's never been a waffle in this store. Like. You're like, I was working here 16 years ago. I was 10 years old, but I remember. There's no waffles. I remember. Yeah, I get tired of talking about waffles. <laughs> I love waffles, though. I prefer waffles. I do. I get one when I go out. Yeah. It's, I make them. I like Waffle House's I waffles. heard you've got a lot of waffle makers in your house. That's just a rumor, but... Don't tell my dad. But one year for Christmas, he and um, his girlfriend got me a mini waffle maker. And, like, I, I don't... This is so stupid. I didn't... I never ask for anything specific because I never think I'm going to get it, and I'm right. <laughs> I was like, I would like this one particular uh, set of spoons from the store that are like $6. I use them for everything. They melt really easy. So <laughs> I constantly need them. I'm like, I really need this. I ended up with like a $25 mini waffle maker. And unfortunately, <laughs> it was my third one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Now I'm down to one. Oh, good. And okay. I've used it once. Wow. Um, I did make a really cute appetizer. You make the little mini waffle, and then you just get a chicken tender and toss it in yeah. hot sauce. Chicken and waffles. Yeah. But yeah. it's like a little... Yeah, a little baby chicken like a Like a three-bite. Today being my kind of last full-time day, I know I'm going to come back and work a little bit, but it's not the same Yay. as being the bones of a place, you know? No. But I've been thinking back on all my favorite stories of this place, and I think the one that takes the cake is right after we hired Olivia. It was like her first weekend, first or second weekend out on her own, and she was making coffee, but there was already a full thing of coffee in there. Ooh. And she overflowed the coffee pot, and it shorted the entire machine out oh. on a Saturday brunch. <laughs> I would, oh, I was in the kitchen, and I remember peeking over the window and being like, "I am so glad I'm in here." <laughs> it was people I am were so glad so I'm in unhappy. here. Happy. There's a coffee shop next door. They ended up giving us some coffee to get us through, but it wasn't a lot, and it. It was a really hard couple weeks while the coffee maker got fixed. Nothing gets fixed quickly either. But it was really cool of Wyoming Community Coffee to, like, save the day by bringing us, like, huge urns of coffee for us to use. It was bad, but I really felt like we were part of the community that day. (laughs) Like, people were, like... Even though people were yelling at me about it. Well, I meant, like, the people that work for a living in this community. (laughs) 
Not necessarily the people that live here. <sighs> Speaking of people that work, at least we're getting paid. Oh, we're talking about that guy. About <laughs> Rico is pretty new, and so we're getting a lot of his gossip now. Um, so we're sharing a lot of Rico stories today. Uh, this is probably the best one that he told us. So he's working at this breakfast place. Um, he's working with a junkie. The guy's on heroin. Hopefully you've never experienced that before, like being around a person that's like that. They tend to nut out a lot. Um, he said the guy was a perfect line cook. And he said the guy would literally be nodding out over the flat top and they'd be like, hey, Casey. And he would like snap out of it mid flip. And oh like still God. the eggs came out and they were perfect. That's what he told oh me. Oh my God. So unfortunately they had to fire this guy. You can't keep people around like that. They got to figure it out on their own. It's, it sucks. Addiction is, you know, it's not easy. But so the fucked up part was this guy could not accept the fact that he'd been fired and he kept coming in. And they were like, Casey, man, like you don't work here anymore. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> And he said that he would come in dressed, like, not in his uniform. Like, he would come in dressed in, like, a Sunday suit. <laughs> and he's high, he's high as hell. He doesn't realize he's been fired. And he's still getting on the line. And he's still making food with them. <sighs> like, just walks in the back door and starts cooking. And they just let him because they were so short-staffed. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, we can't get him to leave. And he's doing a really good job. So you let him go. And they aren't even paying him. Because he was fired. Oh, I can't even imagine. Um, speaking of junkies, tune in, tune in next week. We're going to talk about drugs. Yeah, drugs uh, in the workplace. Drugs in the workplace. Drugs in the industry. Yeah, they go hand in hand. I'm so sorry for Maybe everybody. Maybe we'll finally find out what burning dog means. <laughs> I kind of hope not. I mean, <laughs> we're at the library. <laughs> All right, thanks for being here. Uh, we love you very much, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye.